This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creators to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode number 52 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. Um, episode 52, I think back 364 days um, from today, we dropped episode number two. I want to say, man, to you, uh, man, I appreciate you so much because you were the first feature on my podcast. Um, before we get started with the episode, let's introduce our social media handles. So we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. Wellgroom dot man is the IG. You can check that on Facebook as well. Just search Wellgroom Manor to come up. Okay. And also the the website is well hyphen groomed hyphen man dot com. Okay. Again, Google, just Google search Wellgroom Man Houston. It'll okay. Pop up. It's about that time this year. <laughs> It is, bro. It is. Uh, and my name is John Ross Dyke the first, and you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke is still underscore visionary. If you would connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. For everybody listening, that's S T I L L S T I L L V I S I O N A R Y dot com. In front of you, I have all my merch. I had to bring my merch out, man, because the last time at this specific time, I didn't have my merch out. But uh, you can get everything at shopstillvisionary.com slash apparel. So, man, um, again, how you doing? I'm blessed, man. I really, I can't complain at all, man. Yes. Yeah. Blessed. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a year. <laughs> it's been a, a year. 300 and, 364 days yeah, ago. We uh, sat across from each other and we, uh, we were rapping, man. I- I'd like to say again, man, I appreciate you so much, man, because not only did you do the podcast, but you also opened up doors for me to make some income Dope. as well. So I, um, I greatly appreciate you, man. And, I love, uh, man. I you know, love, man. Uh, it, was, it was only right, you know, 50 episodes later, um, around this time last year, we had dropped episode two. And uh, I wanted to make sure that full circle, when it came around again, we could drop the same well, episode 52 at the same time frame in Black History Month. That's it. So uh, for Black History Month this year, man, I want to uh, acknowledge Tyler Perry as a guy who I want to um, give honor to during the Black History Month for all okay. he's done for film, Dope. all the opportunities he's given out in the Atlanta area, building his own studio from scratch, and just being an icon that people look up to. I agree. You got anybody man, for Black um, History Month? Black History Month? I want to dedicate Black History Month, man, just to President Obama. Again, no doubt, bro. no doubt, no, no doubt. We miss him. Yeah. <laughs> I miss him. Bro. For just, sure. You know, um, For sure. But damn, yeah, Obama, man. Mm-hmm. Obama. So, man, um, I'm I'm a totally different person than I was last year. Um, at this present moment with the podcast, man, it's been thriving just like your business has been thriving. And I want to make sure that I came out again and sat with uh, an icon in the making. Um, And so, um, you know, a quick scenario, if I'm to give this podcast out to 20 random strangers and they listen to the podcast um, and I'm not going to guarantee that they're going to listen to the whole thing or watch the whole thing. But if they are to listen to the podcast, 
What should people take from this interview and your journey? What should people take from um, from who you are on this man, episode? That's a good question, man. The number one thing that I really want people to take yeah. from Welcome Man and even from me mm-hmm. is to make the smallest thing something great. Okay. That's what I did, you know, pretty much from the micro to the macro. I started with something very small, John, and it's it's huge now. Yeah. You know, so just to have that that vision of something that can be just as small as a seed. Yeah. And then eventually have that scope to where it's the size of an oak tree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So definitely just being able to work with something small and make it great. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh man. Um, you know, I think about where you were and I know that um when we talked last you were a little further then but a lot, a lot further now than you were when you started, and I just am, um, I am, uh, I admire your work ethic. I've seen you move around. I admire your creation, and I just want to make sure that when I got this podcast up and rolling, we can make this an annual thing. I know we can um, find something to talk about for a period of twenty to thirty minutes. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So, man, you um, mentioned a lot of things in episode two. A well-groomed man, which is uh, now streaming on all platforms, Facebook. Well, not Facebook. It's kind of outdated now on Facebook. But uh, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, and um, um, my website, stillvisionary.com. You mentioned uh, the the feel of fabrics. You mentioned um, wanting to expand to a, a boat, uh, well, a necktie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm interested to, to understand, okay, a couple of things. Creativity comes from experiences. Where we last left off... Where are you creatively now in your journey? Okay, good question. Um, right now I am doing shoes. Okay. okay. Shoes are pretty much the the last point of where I grew man. Okay. Started with the bow tie. Mm-hmm. The bow tie stemmed into dress shirts. Okay. Now also doing custom suits, custom tuxedos, mm-hmm. neckties as well. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm finalizing five formal slash tuxedo black tie shoes mm-hmm. all right those are going to be readily available on the website do you see the bow ties are all named mm-hmm. the shoes will be all named mm-hmm. you know black velvet loafer black patent leather loafer mm-hmm. tassels no tassels laces no laces etc but just to be a total package one-stop shop mm-hmm. we're done you know i don't want you to just come to me and you know just get one item yeah get everything yeah you know that's just, just nipping in the bud. So that uh, so the idea to uh, open up outside of bow ties came from where? Man, it really came from came from within. You know? Okay, the bow tie was just to start to build the brand. Yeah, introduce the brand. Start small. Let's grow. Let's water. Let's nurture. Let's build. Let's meet. Let's yeah. meet you. Yeah, you know? man, yeah. Phil. Yeah, you know Phil. He's doing it. Yeah, you know? and able yeah. to just collaborate, meet other guys in the city, but also know what I can bring to the brand no and, doubt you know, no always doubt. make it mine and then just to just a signature add my touch to it all inclusive mm. okay last last episode you mentioned that uh your bow ties were named and i wrote i took notes because you know listen when you're dealing with somebody of uh, of such so uh an intricate method mm-hmm. like uh my homeboy called me methodical but yeah. i'm gonna call you methodical because i that's believed it. in you don't do anything without it having a relation to something or something that's going to come, right? right? And so you mentioned, um, you mentioned your 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 uh, your bow ties have a name. Why did you pick to exclusively give each bow tie a name? Man, it was all about classification. You know, I, I didn't want people to just say I want a butterfly bow tie or just a black bow tie. 
I learned that it's, it's, it becomes very valuable when you give things a name. Mm. You give them identity. Mm. Once they give an identity, then people can start to resonate. Oh, hey, that's the Hamilton, right? I want mm. the Hamilton. And every bow tie is different based upon the fabric and the style and the design. Also, they're, um, they're going to be differentiated based on the style of tux or suit you may be wearing. More so tuxedos. I do a lot of formal events. You know, so by them being different sizes and having different classifications, I'm going to recommend certain bow tie styles for certain tuxedo styles. I'm going to recommend that Duke for that peak lapel tuxedo. I'm going to recommend that Seymour for that deep shawl lapel tuxedo. You know, it's just, it's all with branding. It's mm -hmm. all making it unique, you know, yeah. making it signature again. Also, just having a nice classification of it. Mm -hmm. Got to give it class. Yeah. And working with your logo, I noticed that you have the TM attached to it. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the creation of the W. Did you? How did you? <clears throat> and, and listen, and I also want to say this: um, when I listened to episode two after after mm -hmm. we did it last year, I have to apologize formally on this platform <laughs> because I, I totally called you a whole different name. And and <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because um, rest in peace to my baby boy John Ross, Doctor Second. It was through him who I found an importance to understanding what your name is or Correct. understanding what power your name has, right? Correct. So um, I noticed that you had Wayne Willis, you Correct. know, uh, with the W, how did that come about in designing that specific W? Did you did you draw that yourself or where did you go did, to, to get I that inception? I drew myself um, probably for about seven years. I always talked about having my own business. Okay. So me being who I am. Okay. I love my name. Okay. The W really is for Wayne. Okay. Okay. The TM, I figured that. I figured that. The TM uh -huh. is for the man. Okay. It's me. Okay. It's not really even trademark. Because you, okay. you don't even see trademark symbols like that. Yeah, you're right. It's W, TM is for the man. Okay. It's me. Okay. And Well Grand Man, of course, man, Well Grand Man came about. It's crazy. Um, we used to work for a pharmacist in undergrad at okay. LSU. Okay. And she wrote a letter for me, like a letter recommendation, you know, and, and throughout the letter, she kept stating that Wayne is such a well-groomed man. Mm. She planted a seed. Mm -hmm. That was in like 2007. Mm -hmm. She planted a seed. It stuck with me. Mm -hmm. You know, so when it came down to me, you know, building this brand's name and identity, I was like, wait, I think I got it. You know, I woke up out of my sleep one night and just wrote it down. Tapped my fiance, hey, I got it. I wrote it down. I had a little notepad, you know, but then it just, it grew. Well-groomed man, because okay. you know it's for everybody. You okay. know, it's for the well-groomed man. You know that man that that loves style. That man that you know he admires going to get his hair cut, fresh yeah. cut, fresh tape, fresh fade. Yeah. You know, um, custom shirt, custom everything, just to be tailored. Mm -hmm. The well-groomed man. Remember, total, total package. Yeah. Everything. Okay. So, um, the Roosevelt. Roosevelt. The Duke. Duke. The uh, Crawford. Crawford. Um, Come on. Okay, the Roosevelt, the Duke, the Crawford. Because you know I was, you know, I had to do my research. Right, right, the Roosevelt, the right. Duke, the Crawford. Mm -hmm. um, the Roosevelt, the Duke, the Crawford. I think the Crawford is the uh, self tie. Correct. Um, the Ro the Duke is the one I wore. The Roosevelt is the velvet one. Um, what else? How many others? You got the Seymour. The Seymour. Yeah, the Hamilton. The Hamilton. You got the Duke velvet. Okay. And then you have the Duke, which is a pattern. It's a Lux. Okay. We call it the Lux. It's a luxury fabric that's used for it. Okay. Then you got the Duke grow grain. It's like a very, very mild ripping okay. look to it. Then you got the Duke black diamond. Okay. <laughs> kind of got little specks of black diamond yeah. in it, but it's also very similar to the grow grain. Yeah. Um, and that's it. So, so when you when you what was your very first one? 
The Duke. The Duke. So in, in, in creating the Duke and then moving on, how did you know it was time to make another bow tie? A lot of people didn't want, well, I'm not going to say a lot of people. Some people didn't want the large butterfly. Okay. I want to service everybody, right? Yeah. So, okay, Wayne, let's make something smaller. Something um change the metrics, you know, because everything was drawn and measured and it was precise based on specs. Yeah. So, of course, change the specs. Um, also created as a, another free tie. Yeah. And then just name it, the Hamilton. It okay. Staple. The Hamilton from, is that is that maybe from, um, where's the significance of the name, the Hamilton? It's just all up here, man. Okay. It's just just okay. drop. Okay. It looked like something I would call. Hamilton. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bougie. <laughs> shit. No on, doubt. Man. No doubt. Right. And then uh, the Seymour, right. um, the uh, the Duke Diamond, the Crawford. The Crawford. Okay. And all of those just fell in, in. Yeah, it all just fell into place. I actually wore the Seymour for my wedding date. Mm-hmm. Um, my wedding day, all my groomsmen as well wore the Seymour. Um, I just wanted to do the all velvet and then add the satin center notch. Mm. Again, I couldn't find it at Macy's, Nordstrom's, you know, to make this unique. So I made sure that that was one that I wore and also my groomsmen. Mm. Put the followers in the Black Duke and that was it. Okay. Okay. Um, You know, uh, one thing I didn't ask you uh, last episode was um, who are your inspirations in fashion? Inspirations in fashion. Because, you know, uh, my inspirations in podcasting are, of course, uh, Mm Uh, Joe Budden, the late right. great um, Combat Jack right. was one, and a uh, couple of people like I like I like Brilliant Idiots. Um, my homeboy in Dallas, he does a podcast, the Saint Michael podcast is a really good podcast I like, and my homegirl and my uh, other homeboy are doing this Birth and Truth podcast, the Birth and Truth podcast now. So I got a couple of inspirations. Who are your inspirations in in fashion? Man, inspirations in fashion, man, that's tough. Man. I kind of, I've kind of always just been like, you know, in my mm-hmm. own lane. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I like Ralph Lauren though. Of you course, know, real okay. talk. Okay, Ralph Lauren is good. Um, that's really it, bro. Like okay, because that, that's 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 huge. Yeah, you know, like it's huge. That's it. Okay. Yeah, as far as big names, yeah. You know, Tom Ford, of course, he's great. Yeah. Different level of love there. You know, yeah. it's it's he's on their level. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, I would say Ralph Lauren, Tom mm. Ford. So um um. Here's an important thing that I asked Phil in the conversation that I had with him. What do you think the most important thing in a man's wardrobe is? Most important thing in a man's wardrobe? Yeah. Man, I would have to say um, variety. Variety. You know, I think a man needs to make sure that in his closet, he has a certain level of variety. Okay. But they also need to be available in his closet okay. versus, oh, I don't have that. Now I got to go shopping. Yeah. As a man, you need that black tuxedo in your closet. Yeah. You need that business suit, suits, okay. black, blue, or gray. <laughs> black, you need blue, that. Okay. Um, a powerful white dress shirt, mini, mm-hmm. but, you know, one really on, is, isn't good enough. Um, <clears throat> those good, you know, your, your good staple ties when it comes to, you know, going to church, going to a work meeting, going to an interview. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And also um, shoes. You know, man also needs a good, a nice good collection of shoes in his closet, you know, okay. whether they're whether they're formal, whether they're dress shoes, whether they're tennis shoes. I, mean, I love Jordans. You know, no I had a client tonight who was talking. He does he does tennis shoes, you know, on the side. I'm like, bro, don't don't get it wrong. You know, I love to put a suit in town, but I have my days when I want to rock my joggers and my J's, yeah. you know. So keep a pair, you know, a nice tennis shoes in your closet as well, you know, yeah. so you can have that versatility. Um, and that's really it. You know, as a man, you know, we all need to have that 
high level, and then of course, you know, our lounge around level of yeah. joggers. So, yeah. yeah so, um, if you're going to the mall, and and um, you know, my wife, um, my best friend, All right. uh, we were getting ready to go to this wedding today, and she was like, "Yo, you don't look good." <laughs> if you're going to the if you're going to the mall, and I'm paraphrasing, but I, I told her, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it look right, okay? I'm gonna make it look right. I got it, okay? But if you're going to the mall, right? Um, what are you specifically looking to? And I'm talking about from the aspects of not being a well-groomed man in a tuxedo or a suit. I'm right. talking about be, being regular, Wayne. What are you going to look for in a mall okay. to to put an outfit together? Okay. All right. I like that. All right. Good question, man. Uh, what am I looking for? Number one, I'm looking for quality because I'm about to spend my money. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm about to spend my money, all right? And I'm looking for quality. Yeah. Okay? So number one, I'm, I'm going to look at a nice quality stores, okay? So like I got to say, depend upon the occasion, you know, where I'm going to go. I'm going to look for quality. I'm looking to see if I can get something off the rack. Yeah. In good style. What does that mean so off the rack? Mean, off, like, I'm, it's not custom. I can actually go in, put it up, pick it up off the rack, put it on, okay. wear it. I don't okay. have to worry about picking out fabrics, you know, yeah. all of that. Yeah. So I'm looking for off the rack. I'm looking for something quality. I'm looking for something that's also going to give me that look that is something that was made custom for me. You know what mm. I'm saying? Um, so I'm a very difficult man when it comes to shopping. I really only have three stores that I shop at for emergencies mm. in Houston. Yeah. Off the rack, okay. You know, because any other time I'm, I'm going to plan it out. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna feel of hey. Yeah, <laughs> I need to got this. Oh, we need to make this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, that's that's it. I'm, what are those three stores? So my gems. No, I can't drop that. Uh, I feel you. I feel it's not Zara. It's not one of those Zara. So I tell people that y'all can go to Zara. Y'all can go to Express. Uh, but nah. Sorry, I know. I, I knew you. I knew you were gonna say that. I was just trying to bait you. schedule consultation. No doubt. No doubt. Um, okay, man. So, um, you. Uh, so, at the end of um, um, last episode, you had mentioned that you uh, wanted to dive into um, neckties. Um, Direct throughout from the time I left you last year to this point right now, have you included the neckties in? Yeah, okay, they're, um, they're pretty much requests only. I have three right there behind you in the mannequin because I'm actually working on a, man- a wedding right now. The wedding is on the weekend of the 29th, 28th, okay. And they're the groomsmen and the groom, they're gonna wear neckties. So, okay. again, just to make it all custom, the bride to be was there. She made sure she brought the fabric swatches. I want to match this fabric as close as possible. Pick it out, boom, fabric shipped in from Italy or wherever we get it from, mm-hmm. the neckties are made. You know, that way everything is, again, it's signature, it's total. I don't have to go shop anywhere else. Yeah. I'm going to make them right here. So, yeah. again, they're branded. Um, the quality is there. Um, five-fold, not seven-fold, not yet. Okay. But, you know, right now they're five-fold ties. So, when you say five-fold across, under, wrap around? Well, that's the make, the okay. knitting of it. Um, okay. It's it's folded five times. Okay. And it, and it completes the tie loop. Okay. Fabric. So it's all fabric. Mm. Fabric. Okay. That's it. Okay. Listen. Um. The last time we spoke, uh, up until now, you've been all over the world, and I use that term loosely because you know, in following you on IG and and uh, Facebook, I see that you you've been to Italy. Italy. Okay. You. Yeah. I think you went to LA once. Went to LA. How yeah. were those experiences? Man, it was dope, man. Me and my wife, we actually went to LA um, for our. Delay anniversary trip last April. Okay, it was dope. You know, we were in Milan. Um, 
real subtle, beautiful city though, man. Like it was just to take in that type of architecture, mm. you know, with the cathedrals and et cetera, and even mm. just like the stained glass you would see. Come on, mm. we don't have that over here, but it was good. Got a chance to do um, a little bit of shopping around at the at the suit shops there. Mm. You know, Italy's on another level when it comes to suiting, um, and even just with fashion and its own. But it was a good time. LA was dope. LA is actually going to be LA part two coming up in June. Alluviane, check it out. Y'all can um, IG search Alluviane LA. Um, met a group of other um, entrepreneurs that are in the fashion realm and other 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 entities of just entrepreneurship. So we all came together and we put this event on um, in LA. Dr. Dapper, y'all check him out. Um, Levi Lawrence, y'all check him out as well. Um, those are the the founders along with myself of Alluviane LA. So we'll be in LA for the second time. We're gonna make it an annual event, and eventually, the eventually the event will steer for Easton. So again, you know that'll be something that will power up. Yeah, get a nice little board going. Oh, for, be, for sure, we're gonna actually sure. take that all over. You know, LA, yeah. Houston, Atlanta, probably Chicago, and New York, DC. You know, just so we're getting um, we're built we're building a team so mm -hmm. that people can be inspired. Basically, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. they did it. We can do it. Yeah, you know, so that's what we're doing right now. No idea is original. Luviani. Okay. Yeah. What songs on your mind right now, man? Right now, man, in the car, out the car. What am I listening to? Roddy Rich, right? Okay. He's just, you know. Okay. That's it right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Roddy Rich, man. Really, that's it, man. I'm on Peter. That's okay. That's it, man. The box. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cream. And uh, man, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna keep it. It's two R&B songs. Okay. I was actually trying to catch up on Power the other night, mm -hmm. and um, it was that scene where um, Angela's sister was at the grave. Got it. So uh, uh, her name is uh, Freya, Freya, mm -hmm. Freya Rydlings, mm -hmm. I think it is, uh, Lost Without You. Okay. And then the other one, my homegirl from the city, um, Demaria Daniels. I'm going to go with um, Boss You Up. Okay. Okay. She should be on the podcast soon. Okay. Oh. Um, enough, but yeah, those two records right there have been uh, heavy in rotation for me. Okay. Okay. So, um, so uh, the total package now. Total package. Got shoes. Shoes. You got suits. Suits. You got um, um, socks. No socks yet. Okay. Okay. I need to do that. Bow yeah. ties. I got bow ties. Ties. Okay. So, uh, in doing the total package, right? Um. What do you feel that uh, the resistance to come to you exclusively has come in? Like people's hesitance to come to you exclusively? Not really a lot of hesitance. Um, I do a lot of weddings. Okay. So, you know, it makes things very smooth if they can get everything done at one stop. Yeah. Um, so by that being an, an offering, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's actually made things very, very convenient, you mm -hmm. know, for me. And also for them, because another thing that I'll do for my clients, I will I will style shop for you. Okay. Like, you know, if I can't find something or if I don't have it to be made or it's not in their budget, mm -hmm. then I will shop around for them. Of course, they pay that for a fee. Okay. But again, it's less work for me if I have shoes on hand versus going to shop around for shoes for them. And okay. groomsmen or, you know, whoever. Okay. So by me just being, you know, inclusive like that, again, it's it's just flows better. Okay. Like I say people don't have to go to five different stores to get yeah. their outfit together. Yeah. Have, it's boom. Yeah. And it's more with me. Um, I just take on a responsibility um, to really style it for them. 
of course, give them ideas, give them insight, give them inspiration, um, show them what can be created. You know, they may have something that I haven't created yet, but this is what can be created, you know. Mm-hmm. And it gives it also opens the field up to more, but it's also just taking on that, I guess, the responsibility to create it for them. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know, that that's that's keepsake right there. Okay. So, yeah. You uh you're dealing with a, a client that uh inquires you from let's just say Instagram and has no idea of the direction that they want to go for their wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the first question that you pose to them to get them into the ballpark of where they should be thinking? I always ask them where is the wedding or where's the occasion that they'll be attending. Mm-hmm. Whether it's outside versus inside. Is it in New York? Is it in Houston? Mm-hmm. Climates, hot, you know, yeah. cold, et cetera. Yeah. Once I get an idea of setting of where they um where they'll be attending their occasion or even what type of occasion is it? Is it black tie? You know, if it's black tie, then of course we're gonna be limited to certain things that I'm gonna even, you know, allow you to be styled in. Mm-hmm. Um, is it just fashionably formal? You know, fashionably formal is that level where they could the sky's the limit, let's let's just get dressed, let's just be dapper as hell and, you know, let's do it. If they just want something custom, you know, of course, I have different levels of, of style and different levels of books of fabric that I'll pretty much put in front of them so that they'll know, oh, OK, this is going to be suitable for your occasion. Mm-hmm. This won't be suitable for your occasion. Mm-hmm. You know, so once I do that, I always ask some questions, you know, like, what are you what have you seen? A lot of people have seen pictures. They've screenshot. You know, something Dwayne Wade may have worn or something mm-hmm. LeBron may have worn, et cetera. They got mm-hmm. pictures that he can do this. You know, so once I see the style versus double breasts or single breasts, what are they trying to do with the lapels, et cetera, then I pretty much know where to go. Mm-hmm. So I try to sit back and, you know, listen as much as possible, take a lot of notes. Or if the bride to be is there in the consultation, it makes stuff real easy. <laughs> yeah, because they know. I wonder where it is. Like, and that's it. You know, so just kind of just putting everything together. But because I always want to listen to what they want to create, you know, originally. And then just meet them at the moment, man, because I don't, you know, everyone doesn't have the same eye. Just because I may just have this high eye that something looks good, they may have another eye or something that also may look good, you know? So I don't want to just take the will when it comes to customization for my clients. I want to bring that vision to life. Yeah. So um, I'm curious to find out uh, from you, um, where was I going to go? <laughs> Give me a second to think, fam, because you know, you know, when bosses talk, I like to listen. <laughs> I don't like to do too much talking, man, because then, because then people can find out your weaknesses. <laughs> when you when you're talking in a room full of people that 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 are on a different level, you know, you start talking and you're running your mouth. People, can, oh, okay, he he not he not supposed to be here. You know, how 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 he's sneaking here? He not supposed to be here. <laughs> so um um. We talked about before about um, team and, and having a team, right? Yes. Which I can relate to you on on a number of reasons because we both run um, a, a closely knit camp, right? right. Um, since the last time we spoke on the podcast, has your team evolved any at all? Yeah, uh, my team has. I mean, as far as even like my wife, she does a lot of my formality. Like okay. she has this gift okay just, explain that explain like, that because you know last last episode you said that she was just like she encouraged you kind of pushed you right to jumping in it full throttle correct you know okay. but like her formality that she brings to the brand now break down formality if i need something worded okay with with great formality yeah if i need something 
compile yeah. a great business formality, proofread mm. that, yeah. you know, boom. She's good with that. Um, yeah. As far as the team, um, bow tie team, um, the neckties are a team now. Yeah. Um, the shoes have a team in Spain. You know, they're yeah. certified. Of course, man, um, Phil, you know, just assists all day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably, probably be getting on Phil nerves when it's as much as I text him. You know, mm-hmm. he knows it's all love. Um, other guys in the city also, man, that, that I work with. Um, but not as in sync when it comes to full branding. You know, yeah. I, I picked the phone up for everybody, man. Yeah. Um, but as far as the team, yo, there's a lot of different uh, moving parts of Wellgrown, man. Um, everything, you know, from even the suiting, the tuxing, the dress shirts. You know, it's a lot of different moving parts in there that I rely on, you know, to have good response time, to, you know, answer emails, to answer texts, to meet delivery times, you know, to make sure inventory is always, the boxes, you know, all of that. Mm -hmm. Those are all moving parts of business that make Wellgrown Man what it is today. You know, and this, I say, going into year four, I never owned a business. You know nothing about running no business. Mm -hmm. But most of the time in my sleep, you know, I'm, I'm still thinking on ideas. So when I wake up, you know, I have to pick up where I left off, answering emails. Oh, you know, responding to this client. Because I, mm-hmm. I don't like to leave people, you know, open-ended when it comes to communication. Mm-hmm. You know, but all those moving parts, man, are very, very, very critical. Even right now, what we're doing, you know, this this is branding. This is networking. That's a moving part of business that I, I really try my best not to miss beats on, okay. you know, when it comes to world romance. I'm still building. I'm not done yet. Yeah. You know, it looks good, but yeah. I'm, I'm nowhere near done. Yeah. Like, I'm probably... I'm maybe a third of the way there. Okay. That's honestly. Yeah. I'm probably giving myself a little bit too much credit. I'm probably saying about 25 to 30% there. Okay. But I still got. Yeah. Yeah. You find you find that when you're um when you're going and you get that stride, man, you always got more things to attain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you, um, the color black. What is your infatuation with the color black? I, maybe not infatuation. Maybe that's a strong word. Mm-hmm. What is your allure to the color black? I love the color black when it comes to formality. Okay. Okay. It's formal. It's deep. It's mm-hmm. dark. It's luxury. Yeah. That was that was one of the main colors I picked out. That was the first color I picked out for my brand. Black. Mm-hmm. Then white. And of course, the third color is the cognac brown. Okay. But <laughs> black is just so, it's powerful. You know, it, it, it says luxury. Okay. It says business. It yeah. also says power. Basically rebranding what, what was was branded as yep. evil beneath low. Okay. Okay. Yep. I got you. Yep. Okay. Indeed. Indeed. Yep. So um in in fashion sense, is there a replacement for black and gray? With the color gray? Mm, so so. Yeah. It just depends. In I say in weddings, formal weddings, I guess the replacement color for black would be midnight blue. Okay. Or blue. Okay. Um, in business, the replacement color for black could be navy blue mm. or charcoal gray. Okay. It just kind of depends. Okay. Um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. You have four seasons in the year. Mm-hmm. Okay. What colors outside of black? Should you be wearing for those four seasons? Gray. In terms of suits. Gray and blue. Gray and blue. Nice navy blue. Nothing too deep, nothing too bright. And the same with the grays. Nothing too stone. Something like 
gray. When you say stone, what do like you mean? Like stone gray. Stone gray is a little lighter. Yeah. You know, that light stone sidewalk gray. Okay. Like mm-hmm. silver. Yeah. Kind okay. of sort of. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but gray. Okay. Yeah. You mentioned uh, today is February the 16th, 2009, uh, 20 rather, Whoa. 2020. I'm taking this back a year. <laughs> today is February the 16th, 2020, mm-hmm. uh, two days after Valentine's Day. Okay. And we have th- uh, 319 days left in the 2020 year. Okay. What do you hope to attain in 319 days? Man, um, I got a lot of acceleration, like just stored. So I'm telling you, it's just by the time December 31st comes, 2020, Mm -hmm. I expect things to be running with more ease of flow. Okay. As I mentioned, the shoes. You know, I want you to be able to go to the site, order shoes, they're in the mail next day or same day. Like right now, clients order a bow tie. Um, tomorrow before two o'clock, it's in the mail. Same so you have a mass storage of them. Yes. Well, I do my best to keep a nice inventory count for the week. But depending upon the week and what's going on, like I say, this weekend, Mardi Gras ball in New Orleans, like sales have been coming like crazy, crazy, okay. crazy. But I say, but but from this point until the end of December, I'm ex- I'm expecting more business build when i'm talking about my 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 inventory items for my my shoes and even my dress shirts i want to have dress shirts styled and ready to go i don't want you to have to just schedule a consultation for a dress shirt i want to i want all that stuff to be on the website ready to go so people can just click purchase ship receive they're done um all entails with that but also what i want to do man i just i want to do so much more that's almost like a mama mentality yeah <laughs> you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah because right now i mean i have weddings that are they have me booked mm-hmm. for day of service mm-hmm. that's something i haven't really promoted a lot of but even right now i have about five calendar weddings where i am actually going to be flued out mm-hmm. <laughs> to the to the wedding big boss, boss type shit right you know what i'm saying boss you up shout out so to mario that's what i want to do yeah you know i haven't i haven't pressed the gas on that because mm-hmm. that day of wedding service man that's that's luxury like mm-hmm. you get to have luxury service there for the wedding day mm-hmm. for the groom you know the mm-hmm. bride she has everything you know she has makeup yeah all of this and that but what i do for the guys man i do a five-star treatment um for the day of wedding so by the end of the year, I want to gas that up to where that is its own signature launch of man. Okay, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. You know, well, and even by twenty twenty one, I honestly want to have a team to where I'm not doing all this groundwork. Yeah. You know? So yeah. you want you want the package, of course. Either I'll come with the maybe you know a spokesperson, or and then we'll come and actually do wedding day service, mm-hmm. et cetera. But you know, just to kind of give a well-groomed man a lot more. A lot more face value, whether you're in Houston, Dallas, Chicago, New York, New Jersey, Miami, Atlanta, or North Carolina, mm-hmm. wherever. You know, I want to touch all areas, man. Okay. Areas. You, um, in the beginning of the episode, you said that um, what you want people to take is you could take the simplest thing and make it larger. Yeah. Okay. Um, in regards to where a well-groomed man started from, to now is it everything that you thought it would be in this short of a time period 
Because, you know, I've talked to a couple, like my father told me once before that um, businesses really don't take off until five to ten years. So with looking at the aspect of um, the beginning, the simple idea of, I guess the simple idea was to what? What was the simple idea for you? The simple idea was this. It was a box. Okay. It was to have something signature packaged. Okay. So that when people got it, they would be like, whoa. Okay. And a lot of the wow factor actually came from the presentation. Right? Okay. So again, taking something small, this box honestly is worth nothing without the logo. Okay. On it. Yeah. So I took something small. Again, got the bag. Okay. The suit bags. Okay. Same thing with the shoes. Okay. You know, so it's like all of that to take something so micro. It was just a box. Like, mm-hmm. honest to God, I probably found the box before I wrote the name down. Mm-hmm. Like, just not really, really back step. Mm hmm. Because at the moment, so when I was, you know, trying to get this idea of branding and having a business, I also was about to start a wedding planning. Mm. So it all just, you know, it all just fell into place. But I had the box itself before mm. I had the name. Mm. So again, just building box, then the name. All right, what's going to put in this box, Wayne? Oh, the tie, the bow tie. Mm. You know, oh. What bow tie? The Duke. Mm. Can you make more than the Duke? Yeah. No, let's apply all of that. Okay. Do the same thing, you know. Boxing, branding, and it was all just, it was just stacking. Mm. It's just, you know, it's crazy. Like, it really blows my mind when I think about it, you know, because of the value that it has brought me. Like, dude, it's, you know, the monetary value. What was the value? Well, the value, of course, the the monetary value is, you know, it's always great. Because you want to see your work. Yeah, You want to see the worth and the value. For sure. You want to see the reward. For for sure, for sure. You know, so another thing that I went through, man, I didn't really tell people, is um, I had a plant explosion. I'm a full-time chemist Mm -hmm. in April, okay? So when that happened, you know, I was like, shit, I still was working. Thank God I was still alive, but it was like. I need to make sure that I don't lose my job. Yeah. You know, I got a family, I got kids, yeah. you know, I got bills, you know. So it was like the reward that I got out of World War Man, you know, of course it's been it's been it's been fulfilling, man. Like just to be able to to be sought. Like people seek me. Mm. Like, oh, I came across your page. You were mm. exactly what we were looking for. Like, when can we meet? You know, or or I've I've had clients where I've met. And they once they met me, it was like, "Oh, you gonna do my wedding, mm. or you're gonna you're gonna do this." So like, that's mm. perfect, you know. So people can, again, that's that's the value of the brand, you know, that has been able to just like it's it's testimonial, bro. Yeah. Like, we'll talk. Um, yeah. And also just learning. I've been learning a lot. I'm learning a lot with business. I didn't take a business class. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't. So I've been learning a lot about business. Learning a lot about business relationships. Yeah. Um, learning a lot about <clears throat> client relationships. Yeah. Um, you know, just customer service, man, has also taken me far. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've really kind of made sure I brought with me, whether it's through email, whether it's through phone call, whether it's in person, you know, just to have that that customer service, um, you know, intricate. 
and that's again all that's part of the brand. Um, yeah, it's it's full reward, man. Mm. But again, I told you I'm not done. Yeah, <clears throat> I I wanted to go two directions after I asked you uh, how many days you want you had left and what you wanted to attain in those days. I wanted to go two directions. Mm. Um, the first direction I'll go is this. Um, in speaking about the Mamba mentality, I haven't bought that book or read that book just yet. But I remember watching interviews of Kobe Bryant. And I don't know if you were. I think that in his passing, a lot of people who weren't basketball fans felt connected to Kobe right. based off of um, just watching him through, throughout his career, the ups and downs, and then getting to the point where he was low, low, low and not making the finals and everything. How do you think that his death affected you, if any, at all? Man, it affected me. Um, we had just got home from church. Mm. And I was like, I was outside. Outside, I was in Studywood when somebody hit me and was like, "Yeah." I was like, you know, yeah. Take the news and wait, <laughs> yeah. Get to the TV. Yeah. Let me hear CNN. They ain't even reported on that. Yeah. But I was just like, damn. Yeah. Cause I had just watched highlights that Saturday. Yeah. You know, Kobe and LeBron. LeBron and, and hug, yeah. You know, cause LeBron had and pass him up. Scoring. Thirty-three, six, two, four. I think you it know, was. Just the, hear that bro you know i was just like damn like mm -hmm. that that hit mm -hmm. you know we're gonna say kobe kobe was a great player um i don't know off the court good guy man um and he was one of the ones that i admired because he didn't go to college like mm -hmm. he just went mm -hmm. like damn you that cold and he mm -hmm. was that cold he was um so yeah man just to feel the pain you know that his wife had yeah. to go through and then also i kind of was like just imagine like that moment you yeah. were in that helicopter and you knowing that this is it. Yeah. You know, like Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you know that's Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man, that was deep, bro. Yeah. Um, like I say it was very unfortunate. Um we lost a great one, man. A legend. Yeah. Like, For uh, sure. Rest in peace to the legend. Yeah. So um so with the Mamba mentality, uh <clears throat> listen, I know that you know, taking on or trying to replicate that in whatever you do takes a lot takes a lot of sacrifice and um what do you th how do you feel that the mamba mentality has pushed you in your own journey what what aspects of it have you taken to apply to your own journey man really just to not give up okay you know um and to always just look at every day i have an expectation every day mm -hmm. that somebody's going to reach out like mm -hmm. i say seek me yeah um and I say, and every if I wake up with that expectation every day, I'm fine because normally daily I'm getting DMs or emails or random phone calls, you know, from numbers that aren't saved to my phone, mm -hmm. you know, and I have that expectation yeah. to always to always answer because well, man is is a, it's a solution. Yeah, that's what I'm pretty much you know providing. I'm providing a solution for your needs. Um, but just to, you know, not not get discouraged. Because I have those. I've had some bad weeks. Like, man, you know, phone still working. <laughs> <laughs> IG ain't working right, you know. Like, yeah. like damn. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> things happen. But then the next week, it'll just be like, I can't keep up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just not giving up, man. I'm always thinking of new ways. Um, I read a book a while back um, by Dale Carnegie. And, you know, it, it talked about, of course, working in daytime compartments. But he also um, talked about doing what works. If I've known the certain formulas I've used in the past have worked, 
I'm gonna keep doing that. So when you say what works, what do you like? What has worked for my brand? What has worked for me to lure? What has worked for me to pull clients? What has worked for me to be seen? What has worked? Like with my phone, I always have my phone in my hand. Like I'm at work, my phone is in my hand. Mm -hmm. I'm in the meeting, but (laughs) y'all talking. I'm listening, but my phone is also in my hand. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Instagram makes things so easy to just share. Yeah, I keep everything. I keep all my standards, man. They're saved in, a, in an album. You know, if, if you're in a, if you have a business out there, save your standards in a folder. That way, they're ready to share. I don't have to go and find this picture. Everything is saved. Um, captions are saved. You know, hashtags sometimes are saved, but I don't like to use the same hashtags every time. But just kind of having that mentality to always be posting, always share, um, always um, even just comment, liking, always. Always kind of searching, you know, for even those that are recently engaged, mm. um, using all my networks, mm. you know, whether it be with Louisiana, Texas, Kappa, Alpha, whatever, Q, Sigma, yeah. 100 Black Men, Immersion, 100, whatever, every network, you know, it's use, use your use your community, mm-hmm. you know, when you're a part of that community, you know, you're a resident of, commu- of that community, mm-hmm. Um you know, but just all, all, all in, all in all, what I'm trying to say is that that Mamba mentality is in me every day because number one, I can't fail. You know, it's like, in my opinion and in my in my trust, the brand sells itself. People just have to know about it. If they don't know about it, then they can't, they can't, they can't purchase. Yeah. You know, so I, I have to keep posting. If I'm out of town, I'm posting. You know, if I'm on the road, I'm posting. If I'm if I'm at a gas station and I'm pumping gas on the road. I'm posting, yeah. you know, so it's just, it's always just kind of having that mentality to not really have any lax moments. Of course, yeah. I get my rest, yeah. but even in my moments of leisure, I'm still working. You know, it's just, that's the mentality I have to have because I, I got to get it. Okay. You know, there, there's a, there's a certain, there's a certain level of, of life that I really want to take well-grown man, you know, and you know, Instagram is great, but Instagram, Instagram may not be there in yeah. two years, you know, I, yeah. don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I know word of mouth is very very powerful. Yeah, you know? yeah. <clears throat> um, two things out of this question. Mm-hmm. Okay, have you gotten to a point in your career under well groomed man that you can walk away from being a full time chemist? One and two, what does it look like to, or what is it going to look like for you to just say okay? Um, I don't need to work this job anymore. I can I can solely do this. Right. Um, good question. Think about that a lot. Um, no, it's not time yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. You know, it's, insurances. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. with that, but it's just I'm not. I don't want to do anything prematurely. I trust the brand, and I also know that if I'm not at work, I can do my groundwork with Welber Man. Mm-hmm. Just facts. But it's just not time yet. Yeah, you know, like I said, um, I, I enjoy doing what I do. I love chemistry. I'm a chemist. I love being in the lab, um, and I'm probably gonna give myself a a stopping point of maybe five more years, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. in the lab. Yeah. But um, like I said, that's, I went to school for it. I love it. There's chemistry that's in World Group Man that you know it's it's not like I won't take it with me. Mm-hmm. But as far as just being devoted and dedicated to that company, you know, for Forever? No, I don't think I have to. Yeah. But again, the way I want Welcome Man to operate and flow, I'm very, I'm hands on right now. Yeah. 
you know, I, I gotta I gotta be able to trust if I'm not there. Yeah. You know, whoever yeah. I may decide to appoint, you know, as an assistant or a partner, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know I have a business partner. Like just technically, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's me. Now business partner would be great, yeah. but you know, also I've been building. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. in the build, I've been also I've been I've been sewing. Yeah. You know. So, you know, I, to get a partner, man, they would have to really, like, put up a lot, yeah. you know, to also see the worth of what I've vested. You know, you want to see numbers, you can see numbers, yeah. you know, because the numbers <laughs> are there. They're all recorded. <laughs> numbers don't lie. Yeah, you know? they don't. Um, but that's the thing, man. I, I do want to eventually walk away from being a chemist. Um, but, again, if it's brick and mortar, whatever man have brick and mortar, the location is going to be critical. Yeah. Where are you going to put it that way? Yeah. I thought about it. You yeah. Know? I had a conversation with Phil, you know, mm-hmm. top, both top, you know, what's, where, it can't be no, it can't be in the mall. I want to be in the mall. Yeah. Like that. No, not putting it in the mall. Yeah. Where do I want it to go? I got a vision. It's yeah. up here. No doubt. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> The recurring theme in A Well-Groomed Man, uh, episode two of the podcast, which is still now streaming, Um, you mentioned the feel, mm-hmm. the feel. How do you know when you have the feel? The feel of fabric? Yeah. Yeah, man, like that's the chemistry again. You know, um, I'm very I'm very hands on, you know, with, with a lot of things. You know, I'm just a hands on person. I never more so that also comes with just who I am. I always tell my clients, even tonight, I had a couple come come through for a consultation and I pulled the tuxedo out the mannequin, you know, it's on the mannequin and I would say, you know what? Come feel this fabric. Once you put your hands on a certain fabric, you know, eyes are good, but when you actually touch it, it changes the whole, it changes the whole value of it. You know, you, it's it's like, damn, this this is, this is good quality. This is what I'm about to spend my money on. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it just gives that compliment, of course, to the brand and also gives that compliment to what you're getting ready to pay for. You know, so I, I just think that that's, man, that the feel of fabric, you know, it, it's critical. You know, I really, I almost don't like out of town um, clients because they can't feel the uh, the fabric. I want you to be able to put your hands on this fabric, you know, and feel it. Most of them trust me, which is fine. I, lo- I love to gain their trust, you know, in all the customizations that I do. But man, it's just to be able to put your hands on like something that you're gonna wear, you get a feel of oh, man, okay. You know how I feel when you put on that. Mm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't wearing no fur down here, so you yeah. know, you, you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know good quality fabrics. Man. Yeah, you know it. So, yeah. yeah, I want to say that I finally got my bow tie back from Phil. Oh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I finally got it back from him, man, and, and it's in that box, man. Hey, I gotta say that that box, man, you know, and and I guess when we do our 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 episode next year, I'll save I'll save my questions about the box and how that came into into play for then. But most importantly, the last question I'll ask is what's next? What's next? What's next? Man. For 2020, I told you what I have what I have going next. And I really told myself that in 2020 I would kind of fall behind. I still have it because again, I told you I'm kind of hands on. Yeah. And I honestly, I want I want models, I want male models. Mm-hmm. You know, so that I can kind of just kind of instruct, guide, let them kind of gain more face value. That's really my goal for 2020. Any models out there watching, y'all hit me up, man. Um, again, I need models. You know, 
black, white, Asian, mm. Hispanic. Because, of course, I still want to give the brand um, versatility. I want to give it culture. You know, yes, it's black owned. Y'all know that. Y'all see that. But I want to touch every sector. So I know if I, you know, if I gain these models, you know, just give me like four, you know, hit me up. I'll make sure that, you know, we get the right attire. But then that, that alone will give me, you know what I'm saying? It'll mm. give me a different level of exposure. It'll give me a different level. to bring more. Again, versatility to the brand. That's what I want. That's it. I, I get I get a nice um, flow of versatile clients now, diverse clients now. But of course, I just I want to market it better. Yeah. You know, because but it's hard. I like to get dressed. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. also like y'all to see that. Oh, he rocking it. You yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's yeah. one of those things again to where you know I kind of want to I want to take my hands off of it. You know, I need to fall back. Yeah. You know, it's coming. It's yeah. Coming. yeah. Um. So. Uh, Listen, man, again, I, in the beginning of the episode last year, um, the very first thing is that we introduced the episode and I gave you this t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And shout out to my, my editor, Tempest Green, and um, make sure that you check out the Stories and, Stories and Poems podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Music and Spotify by my homegirl, Asian Muns. But um, my editor said, hey, you need to just give this at the end. You you it just it doesn't flow when yeah. you gave the uh, when they gave you the t shirt but uh you know and thinking about again I have to say to you man I appreciate you because at the time you came on the podcast we had only met one time yeah. right and so to invite me to your crib you know you don't know if I'm gonna come in here and shoot this mug up right. excuse me you don't know if I'm gonna come in here and rob anything you know what I <laughs> mean but right. that trust you you instilled you gave to me um I want to give you this. Uh, I had to, of course, I know you in the fabric. I had to go and get you special T-shirts. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I got you another black SVI T-shirt that is is an exclusive to the show. And I gave you the the one behind that one is the What's Next podcast T-shirt, which is that black one is exclusive to the show, man. I appreciate you. Uh, Episode 52, I couldn't see it being done with anybody else besides you. My first feature on my podcast, 50 episodes later, um, we're rocking again, and hopefully episode 102. Man. 102. I'll be in the city, buddy. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> um, anything else, man? Shout out to, uh, when this episode drops, shout out to my boy who did episode 51, Aaron Arbuckle. He'll be turning 20 oh, okay. um, Tuesday. And uh, anything else? No, man, I'm good, man. Just follow well groomed that man. No doubt. Here, which is which is will be on the episode throughout throughout the whole episode. Our names will be up there so people know. Um Houston, Texas, man. Uh it's February. Black History Month is still amongst us. Uh, I'm here with uh a well groomed man, Wayne Willis. Uh, my name is John Rose Dyke the First. Um appreciate you. I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do it for others. Peace and blessings. Yo, I feel like 95, Sachi on my body, Biggie Jigga puffy, all that ballin' is a hobby, and I'm wildin' in my wallies, and them valleys, no Pilates, more way get you more wet, now that's these Bumanti, my crystal ball, I see crystal, I crystal y'all with that, I saw the sign like Ace Space, that Ace of Space get cracked, we like, cheers to the money guy, the Willie nigga, who buy them bottles, and then they spill these liquors, yo, yo, salute my dude, I see you, dog. Five bottles.
Palace 9 Get off that high ass hussy This a private party Been on my dick too long Your breath on private party You gon' be nice and naughty These walls on priceless Audi This the upper crust, fuck is up Over and dust Over and dust Yes we did it again Sippin' with no more